intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you on the show this week i'm happy and excited to have the crazy canuck uh, David Henry uh, speaking with us, and along with his partner, Bridget, the, his podcast partner, and we're getting into it. But first, let's have a word from this week's episode sponsor, sponsor NRRS. This episode of the Doggone Trucking Podcast is brought to you by the National Recruiting and Retention Symposium. It is being held virtually on October the 22nd at 10 a.m. It's a two-hour event. The agenda is awesome. They are discussing truck driver mental health, as well as recruiting in COVID-19. Truckers Against Trafficking is making an appearance, and the whole symposium is wrapped out by Stephen Lakowski addressing Driver Inc., where we are today and where we need to be tomorrow. And let me give a shout out to Truck Right as they are the platinum sponsor. The link for registration for this event is in the show notes below. I would urge you to click on the link and take advantage of this free symposium. Now on with the show. Welcome to the Dog On It Trucking Podcast. And who is our guest this week? We have the Crazy Canuck, one of the hosts of the Crazy Connect Trucking Podcast, and we have Bridget. Uh, and Bridget, I'm not even going to try to say what it is that she does, but she is the co-host of the Crazy Connect Trucking Podcast. All right, Bridget, would you please introduce yourself? Thank you very much for this opportunity, Chris. This is going to be a lot of fun. My name is Bridget Riedel. I am a technical agronomist for a large crop protection company, and I live in North Dakota. I cover both North and South Dakota. That's a lot of words for the person who makes sure that farmers are using products in the field at their best performance. And I make sure that you don't have any weeds, disease, or bugs in your food. So when you have that loaf of bread, there's not a cockleburr in it. There's not a grasshopper in your can of corn. Uh, my job is to make sure that you have great food to eat and that it's done well at the field level. And I thank you for that because I love to eat. It's one of my favorite things to do. I don't have a lot of skills, but eating is one of them. I'm very good at it. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> and David, so obviously Bridget's your wife, and how did you guys start this trucking podcast? Yeah, no, this is, um, yeah, she is not my wife. Maybe, oh, you I'm, know. I'm sorry, Bridget. I'm the virtual wife. The virtual. No, I'm uh, I'm a long-haul Um We started Winnipeg, Manitoba, and uh, as the recipient of a few uh, major head injuries and life-threatening injuries, which I shouldn't have survived, um, I've had to bounce back a few times, and apparently I bounce well, and if I fall somewhere, so that's always a good thing, you know, and I have put some stuff together to try and help people uh, figure out how to 
come back themselves and how to have a meaningful, fulfilled life. And so that's kind of my passion is I have to make a living for my real family. And um, so that's why I drive a truck still. And I've been fortunate to be able to get back into making an income because nobody gave me a chance of surviving in the first place. And um, then when COVID hit and everything got shut down and I do some public speaking about mental health, I'm Bell Let's Talk ambassador for the trucking industry, things like that. COVID hit, everything shut down. I realized I could not watch any news anymore or listen to any news. So I really limited what I what news I look at. I, I look for enough to keep myself safe when I'm on the road. Uh, but otherwise, I don't listen to any sports. I don't listen to any news. I, my radio doesn't get turned on except to listen to podcasts. And uh, I thought, well, podcasting sounds easy, right? So I figured, ah, let's do that. So then I was like, next question is, who should I talk to about it? And Bridget came to mind because of video she was doing. And she talks was, a lot. And she talks a lot. And I I sometimes have a problem. I, I usually talk a lot, but then sometimes my brain locks up because of the injuries I've had. And so I need somebody that can kind of jump in and take care of things for me uh, without having a lot of long pauses that we have to edit out. So she does that quite well. And our podcast is just conversation, sitting down having conversations about real life, uh, things that help, things that are just stories, you know, cover a few different things all with a trucking flair to it. I was going to say, I've listened to a couple and it sounds like it's a podcast as if you were sitting in a truck stop talking with a fellow truck driver. That's the goal. To be conversational. That's what we're trying to accomplish. Absolutely. To hear the fun things that happen out there. But then also, it's nice that David and often our guests bring the perspective of the folks who are driving the semis and doing the -the over-the-road work. I'm in the passenger vehicle. I'm driving the pickup alongside you. I may have a different opinion of what I see out there. But the fun thing is to hear the stories. And some of our guests have brought some wonderful ideas forward, such as the work that they do with perhaps Special Olympics. Or we have a listener who has mentioned that he carries teddy bears in his pickup because he's come across accidents that have children involved and he wants to have something with to comfort them and help them through that time. So these are great opportunities for people to share what they do when they're out on the road and we get to listen. And. Any of the uh, listeners and viewers of this podcast will know that uh, truck driver mental health seems to be a favorite topic of mine personally, uh, because I personally believe it's something that as an industry we haven't focused on or maybe worse, we've ignored for many, many years. And as somebody who has mental health in their family, mental health issues in their family, uh, the other perspective is I like to think I'm fine with my mental health most of the time. Uh, but what if my spouse wasn't fine and me being a long haul truck driver, uh, especially right now crossing from Canada into the States, that would put a great deal of added stress on, I believe, on some spouses uh, in our industry. So it is a topic, especially during COVID, that I am 
happy to put a spotlight on. And unfortunately, David, you talk about mental health because you have some personal experience. Yes, I do. Um, I wish, you know, you can you can look at what you have to deal with in life and wish that your circumstance were different than what you have, but it's for a reason. And I've, I was one of the worst, you know, nobody should, anybody that has mental health issues is just weak. And then uh, somebody somewhere thought that that was really cool and said, okay, then we're going to make you weak. <laughs> and uh, I learned that it's not for the weak and it is not because you are weak. It's because of something that's gone wrong. And um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm thankful to be able to try and help people navigate through some of this. Well, as you said, you're you're the Bell Let's Talk spokesperson for truck drivers, if I said that right. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to see you next month, or sorry, this month, because this is being released in October. I'm going to see you this month at the National Recruiting and Retention Symposium, because you're a guest speaker there. Yes. Uh, what... What more do you want to say? And I don't want to dwell on your mental health exactly or, or just mental health in particular. This is more about your trucking podcast is what I wanted to talk to you about. But since we are in that uh, or down that road to keep it a trucking thing, um, what more do you want to say about truck driver mental health? Well, I know this episode is sponsored by National Rec Recruiting and Retention Symposium, right? It is. And uh, so when I go to speak there, then I'm going to be talking mostly to management type of people mm -hmm. and try to give them some uh, tips on what to look for and what to be prepared for once things get back into a little bit of a normal state. Because right now, I liken it to a soldier on a battlefield. You know, you're, you're pushing hard or a, a sports player, athlete, you're pushing hard during a game and it's after the game is when you feel the pain. It's after the war, people come home and they have PTSD. And if companies think that we're all going to come through this and we're going to be so excited when COVID is over or when we have some kind of solution, then you should be very worried because that's not the reality. The reality is there are even tougher times ahead for us right now. We're treading water right now and trying to stay afloat. And um, so I want people to realize that they have to t pay attention now to their mental health so that later things don't hit you like a ton of bricks. Well said. And just before we bring Bridget back in, I just want to say that um, to all the truck drivers out there and to all the first responders. And there's so many people. I was at Canadian Tire this weekend. So, and I can't think of an equivalent uh, for our American friend. What's an equivalent, David, for Canadian Tire? Um, I'm going to say Fleet Farm. Fleet Farm? Okay. I was going to kind of say a Walmart, but not really. In the, the home cleaning section, I was looking for some granite countertop cleaner that we there's a certain brand that we always buy in our house and we're getting close to being out. So I went there to buy some and they were out 
And in this particular section of the Canadian Tire Store, I will bet you one third of the shelves were empty. I was shocked. And yeah, of course, I, I thought about it and I thought, well, the truck drivers are doing their job. They're, they're hauling. Um, so I wonder how many of the factories have been shut down by COVID and other things. But, and just to throw in a, a reference to episode 13, Linda Corkum, in the show notes at Linda's episode, episode 13, there are some free phone numbers and websites that you can go to uh, in those show notes for anybody that is listening and has thoughts about their own mental health or somebody else. There is a lot of free help, at least here in Canada, um, that you can get. So I would urge you to, if you have some mental health issues, to go there. Um, Bridget, let's, sorry, David, just before we leave that subject, kind of leave it. Anything else you want to say about truck driver mental health? I would just say pay attention to what's going on right now and uh, look after yourself. Make sure you're eating well, exercising well. Um, make sure you're taking time to decompress and uh, look look for the roses. You know, Don't look for the thorns. Look for the roses. Well, and I like that you've... Uh, not tuned out on news, but you've reduced the amount of news that you consume at the moment. I think that's a healthy thing. Um, and you already said yeah. exercise and everything else. I would throw in there, uh, stay connected to your family. Uh, use Zoom, oh, yeah. uh, visual, some some sort of uh, video chat. Anyways, I think it's awesome to stay connected. But let, let's talk I, about the... Sorry? I can't imagine... I can't imagine trying to go through this back in the early 90s when we didn't have cell phones and we didn't have ways to communicate. Good Lord. I mean, that would be, I mean, I remember those days being out and barely being able to get a phone call through to my wife without paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And you'd have these little phones beside a, beside a table at a, at a restaurant or a truck stop and that somebody had been playing with a cord and it was always, you know, and it was just like, oh, it's frustrating. I even got Chris to leave now. He's got yeah. so annoyed with me. <laughs> I wanted to go and get my... Yeah. my, my That's so awesome. The my, brick. My Chris very, is showing us the brick. <laughs> my very first cell phone. And this, you couldn't uh, buy yeah. them on lease or anything like that. You had to... Yeah. So I, this was used when I got it. I bought it used for $500 <laughs> and it was a buck a minute. Yes. Yep. Yep. And I can tell and you. You did not, you did uh, not use some, it out of, your, out of your area at all. No. no. As someone who was in North Dakota, if I got close to the Canadian border and we switched to Canadian Towers, I think it went to three bucks a minute. It was tremendous. Yep. And the beauty of this was it's so damn heavy, it kept your phone call short because you couldn't hold it up here for very long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Bridget, the, yeah. sorry, David? No, we're good. Okay. Uh, the Crazy Connect Trucking Podcast, Bridget. How did you get connected? Completely and utterly by accident because... Uh, David and I knew each other through Twitter and we talked uh, various times through that. Then we had the opportunity to actually sit down and visit in person. And that was great. 
because of that interaction, um, I told him the story that when I was a kid growing up on the farm, dad would overload grain trucks and then would send us to town in them. And he said, if you get stopped by the highway patrol, uh, just cry because that will get you out of a ticket because you're just a kid. And so David took that to me and I had some sort of trucking experience and I don't. So that's all I have in my background. But you hold sugar beets. Uh, yes, I did. Yes, you I did. But I work with folks all the time that are driving truck, working with heavy equipment. And again, it, I, I'm that other person in the passenger vehicle who gets to have that opposite point of view versus what the guys do who are in the big rigs. I think that's awesome. The similarity, the similarity also exists between agriculture and trucking and that we have traditionally been male-dominated. So then Bridget understands some of the issues we have to deal with in trucking with um, guys being too stubborn to talk or guys being sexist and stuff like that. So I thought even though she's not a trucker, she would have some very good insight on what we do. Is it similar types of industry? And everyone still wants to compare horsepower, trailer length, all that kind of thing. And there's still the fight over what type of vehicle you drive. It's all similar, really. Red or green or the red oval or the, you know, the black oval, whatever, you know. Exactly. Okay, so what's the red oval? You're talking to a city boy. What's the red oval, black oval? Well, if, in trucking, of course, the red oval is Peterbilt, and oh. black oval is more like a, a Freightliner decal. But the red tractors are Case International, and the uh, green is John Deere. Oh. Yellow is Kloss. New Holland. Yellow is Kloss, and New Holland. New Holland. Gleaner. What Gleaner is? Silver Cedars. Now? They're gray. Or, <laughs> but, Silver no, Cedars. But, but you're exactly right. You know, there's so many parallels between what we see on over-the-road trucking and to agriculture. Plus, most of our products and services in ag aren't getting anywhere without over-the-road drivers, right? The stories that we can generate from each other's industries are very similar. Things that we've seen, things that we've done. And the whole point and intent, just as David mentioned earlier about doing the Crazy Connect Truck and podcast, is to tell those stories and to share, but also to bring good things forward that are happening in both industries. And it's just a way for someone to hear a little bit different perspective and not have to listen to the nightly news because Chris, you made an excellent point. It's not good for all of our mental health to just be tuned in 24 seven to that news cycle. We need to hear something different, something that's slightly entertaining. I have my favorite podcasts. Ours is one of them. And I truly hope that people listen to ours because it is different and gives them a sense of joy instead of being downtrodden. Yeah, yep. and uh, go ahead uh, at this moment. Uh, David said he doesn't listen too much to sports, but uh, I think, Bridget, you want to give a shout-out to your favorite sports team? So behind <laughs> me, I have my tribute to the North Dakota State University Bison. They're playing this weekend. I'm very excited about that, to be able to watch a football game again. Uh, yeah, my office has a lot to do with North Dakota State. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of her tweets do as well on weekends yeah they they don't they don't just go to a game i mean bridget can tell you more about that but it's it's like a week weekend long event it seems like by the by the posting i see 
It's all about food. Because remember, I don't have a lot of skills, but I can eat <laughs> like a linebacker. Yeah. I, I remember there, um, on one of my travels, I was in the States and I was listening to a radio station, I guess, uh, because it was down in Texas. They were having a vote in a certain district as to whether they were going to build a new football stadium for high school that was going to seat 90,000 people. Mm-hmm. And to a Canadian, I mean, we can't get 30,000 out to a Canadian football game, a Canadian Pro League, the CFL, uh, unless it's the Grey Cup or something. And of course, if it's here in Toronto, forget it. We can't get, we can't fill the stadium. And our stadiums aren't 90,000. And here they are having a plebiscite, I think it's what it was called. Well, and it passed. I got to give a shout out to. I got to give a shout out to Saskatchewan because they are the most diehard football fans ever. And if you listen to another podcast with Leslie Ray Kelly or with Adrian Ivey, I mean, they are diehard Saskatchewan Rough Rider fans. They're not quite as good as Winnipeg Blue Bombers, but, you know, we let them think that they're really good. So, and I got to, I got to say one thing, Chris, I used to, Sports was something I listened to all the time, but when the when the pandemic hit, even during sports broadcasts, there's the two or three minutes of news, and even that was too much to, for me. So I completely backed out of sports as well. So that, I mean, I'm a big sports guy, and my kids all play sports, and I used to play before I got injured too bad. But anyway, so yeah. Uh, I was born and raised in Toronto, uh, raised as an Argonaut fan. And the company I worked for, their head office was in Hamilton. And then I've since moved Ooh. to Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. well, for Bridget, this is a huge, huge rivalry. Yes. I understand the level of, uh, of adversity that goes on here. <laughs> and so I moved to Hamilton and a very good friends of mine actually own season's tickets to the Thai Cats, So I've had to kind of almost change my allegiance, I guess. <laughs> so just think wow. about what we've talked about here, you guys. We've, we've, we've taken that vein of sports because of knowing each other through the trucking industry and how that all fits together. And we've done that in our podcast as well with what you would think are unrelated topics. So for instance, I'm going to give a plug for the upcoming guest that we just recently recorded. And his name's his name is Jesse James Dupree. And he sings our theme song. And he talked about as a kid growing up and his dad did long haul trucking and being that kid, getting those memories in the cab, riding along with his dad. Those memories are garnered by when you all went to watch your kids play sports when you, if you had them in the truck with you while you're going down the road, for me, it was riding in the cab and equipment with my dad in the field. We all have those things to share. And that's what these podcasts are great for is to help us relive our childhoods a little bit, but also see the similarities, which I think is very important right now. Uh, And for me, I'll tell you, I'm not reliving my childhood. I'm still in my childhood. That's why I have a podcast because you know, this is yes. This is kind of my way of dealing with uh, all the stuff. Even though I did start the podcast before COVID hit, um, 
but it's still, I have fun doing this. I unfortunately don't make any money yet, uh, but I'm having fun doing it. So this is what it's all about. Absolutely. That's the whole draw of what we do through these social media platforms. Um, I've been asked multiple times by people who are not involved in social media, why would you want to be active on Twitter? Because it's fun. Because I can say all sorts of fun little things. I can be sort of snarky. And I don't have to, I don't have to be mean about it, but I can still have a good time. And I can have really great conversations and interactions with people on various threads. So every once in a while, I tend to throw in some agronomy, maybe try to teach just a little bit. But generally, I'm just there because I enjoy it, much like your podcast, Chris. And yeah. thank you. And I'm just thinking, I think for social media for our age might be different than the social media for the 20-somethings. Yes. Uh, my girlfriend has two good daughters that are, uh, you know, really good kids. And I was there with them during high school. And some of the crap that went on social media for them in high school, it wasn't a positive experience all the time. No. no. You know, and it kind of brings us back to mental health again. It you know. does, but also to podcasts and why we try to be a positive influence for many people. I think you do that, Chris. I know that David and I try to do that as well. Be as positive as we can for those around us. And that's awesome. There's, there's enough negativity. You know, we don't need to contribute any more to that. Oh, God. No. One of my, now, you know, the only reason I haven't tuned out of uh, news yet and not to talk about, I, I shouldn't even bring this up. Because <laughs> I love watching the American news at the moment. Um, just six oh. weeks away from uh, an American election. So anyways, we won't, I won't, but it's entertaining for me uh, since I don't have to vote. Although I'll tell you, um, Bridget, what you may not appreciate, and David I'm sure does, the outcome of the election has a huge impact on us Canadians. So It does. It's Absolutely. Huge. We are so intertwined as two countries. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, anyways, it, it, unfortunately, I really don't know how long we've been talking on this podcast because for our listeners and viewers, David had to move his truck once or twice to get a better um, uh, connection. And thank God it's yeah. held up this time. So I'm, I'm totally lost. Did we cover everything, David? First of all, to you, did we cover everything that you wanted to mention uh, today, or can you remember what we've mentioned? <laughs> <laughs> What's my name again? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, um, I don't think there's anything else. Uh, just if people want to tune into your podcast or my podcast, you know, we all bring something a little bit different to the table, yeah. and. Uh, Thanks for having us on, Chris. And I, I love the name. When you sent when you sent the invite to me or said you wanted to talk to me and you talked about the podcast, <laughs> P-A-W-E-D cast, I was like, yeah, guy after my own heart. You know, so I, I thought that was really cool. Somebody, um, the, I've been asked several times, why did I name my company Safety Dog, D-A-W-G? Uh, or or at first it was just going to be safety dog, D-O-G. And in my realm, Bridget, I'm a safety consultant to the trucking industry. And everybody's way too flippin' serious in this business. <laughs> um, you know, yes, I can help 
customers crash less and, and be more compliant and do all kinds of really good things in their trucking industry. But I try to have fun and I wanted the company name to say a little bit about that. So I can do it, but we can do it with a smile and have some fun. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with crazy Canuck trucking too, right? Yeah. You know, like we actually had one listener that didn't like the fact that I used the crazy part, you know, and I'm like, well, it was my nickname beforehand. I got it when I was in the States, uh, became one of the crazy Canucks. And, um, you know, and then afterwards when I had realized I had some mental health issues, I'm like, so many people have known me. I, I used to have a lot of fun at trade shows. I'd go up to people and introduce myself as David Henry and people would be like, who, who? I'm like, crazy Canuck Dave. Oh, right. You know? So safety dog is something that sticks in people's minds and same with crazy Canuck Dave, you know, size matters that you got to have a hook, right? <laughs> Except if you're in Manitoba, you got to have barbless hooks. You're not allowed to have a hook with a barb on it. So oh, okay. we can still release people. But size <laughs> matters. That, that means you were throwing it back to Bridget. Mm-hmm. It was. Size yes. matters. So when I started out on Twitter, I took the platform of wanting to make sure I could do some education about farming and agriculture and using the knowledge that I have every day. And I was making a comparison that when controlling weeds in a field, the size whip does matter. And I used shot glasses, (laughs) beer cans, and pop cans, Coke for the rest of you. And it, it sort of stuck because I used that theme then when I talked about droplet size, nozzles, talking about how size does matter. Probably also helps that uh, I'm only five foot two and a half. And so when I talk about size matters, <laughs> I use it in all perspectives in different ways that I can. And that sort of stuck. That's the theme that I've used on Twitter to talk about uh, some different things in farming when I try to do education and not just be snarky about current events. <laughs> there, I want to say thank you to both of you. The contact information is below in the show notes for both Bridget and Crazy Connect Dave, as well as a link to the Crazy Trucking uh, podcast. Did I say it right? The Crazy... Crazy Connect Truck. truck. Crazy Connect Trucking. Truck in with no G podcast, right? Yep. Yep. That's thank right. you both. It was a pleasure to have you on the show. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. I hope you loved the show as much as I did. Please leave us a like, a thumbs up, a review, a comment, a rating if it is in your heart. Thank you so much. And I do really appreciate your time. And join us again next week for another exciting interview.